Hey guys, Jacob Brobery with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. Hope everybody's having a good work week. Hope everybody's having a good work week this week as uh, we head into the uh, another weekend, the last weekend of East Zone for Louisiana duck season here in Louisiana. Uh, wanted to take some time tonight to wish everybody a happy holiday. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we haven't been on on the air in about a week or so, and obviously for good reason. Uh, the East Zone opener opened up here in Louisiana last week, and we've been pretty much hunting, been on vacation since then, been hunting quite a bit over the last week and a half, and uh, wanted to do podcast tonight to touch base with everybody, kind of give you a recap on what we're seeing out there in the field across the state. Um, so if you hop on with us tonight, say hello. We'd appreciate it. Love to hear any kind of reports. If you guys have had some trips you made this week since the East Zone opened, or even if you were closing out the coastal or West Zone, let us know how that went for you. But uh, just wanted to recap kind of what we did and where we headed for the East Zone opener. We did a lot of hunting in uh, uh, different areas, uh, traveled across the state, you know, and did some, you know, did some. Uh, put in some time and some hunts, did some scouting, so we have a pretty good idea in the area that we hit across the state what's out there. Um, for the opener, we uh, we had shifted gears. We were originally going to make a plan up to Toledo Bend uh, to do some hunting up there, but kind of heard that the birds had dried up up there and had left the area. They were moving around and moving down, so a good friend of ours uh, had offered us to hook up and go over to Richard K. Yancey. He had a camp over at Richard K. Yancey. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Richard K. Yancey, you might um, recognize the name Three Rivers Reserve or maybe even Red River Reserve is what it was formerly known as until it changed its name to Richard K. Yancey. So we uh, we went up to Richard K. Yancey, got up there early on Friday before the open opening day and uh, put in some time scouting. And I, I hunted. We brought my boat up there. So it was uh, my 16-foot war eagle with my 35 long tail. Because if you haven't been to Richard K. Yancey, it, it's a it's a pretty tough reserve to navigate. I'm a big four-wheel drive pretty much uh, for most areas, or at least the areas that we hunted, have to have it. The launches aren't nice paved launches, aren't gravel launches. It's a lot of mud and, uh, you know, need a big four-wheel drive truck to be able to pull the boat trailers out or launch your boats and get them in and where you got to go. So uh, we scattered on Friday. Got up there uh, and got into the hole that we w were planning on hunting before daybreak. Wanted to see, <coughs> excuse me, kind of what was in the area, what was coming in. And I'm really glad we did that. Uh, we found a good productive area we thought was going to be real solid for opening morning. Um, wood ducks were absolutely insane. They were diving before the scouting trip. So we were really excited because we knew you know, that there was going to be on opening morning, we were going to kill some wood ducks for sure. Um, and then we were, you know, hoping to see some big ducks that had moved in and stayed there because our buddy that we went up with, he had scouted before he left to go offshore the week before. And they had quite a bit of birds that were in the area and moving through the reserve. So he felt optimistic enough to call us and say, Hey, look, let's come here. We're going to hunt here. I think we'll do well. Our success rate will be pretty good. So Friday night, you know, traditional, have a good time, good old boys. We cooked a good dinner. We uh, drank a lot of good drinks, and we uh, we got there early for opening morning, got our spot in, 
you know, and we're hoping to get to our spot first, which we were blessed. We did. We launched at four o'clock, got to our spot and we set up everything. Uh, We used a good combination. We probably put out about uh, three or four dozen decoys. I think we ended up using wanted wanted a bigger spread for the hole that we were hunting, uh, which for the size of the, the area we were hunting, that three or four dozen decoys worked out pretty good. Uh, put out the flappers and everything, got that set up. And, and we're real big. Uh, we kind of we stray away from the traditional flappers like your mojos and spinning wing decoys now. We got real big into the motion, water motion decoys. So we use a lot of Higdon products uh, like the pulsators. Um, we got you know several pulsators that we had going. We had a mallard machine I think we had out there. A couple of uh, you know decoys that produce a lot of water movement. We do use the spinners, but we, we put those more. Our setup, we actually tied those. The, the hole that we were hunting was a actually tied in the trees around of where we hunt. You know, may think, well, hell, the trees. Tried that before. Instead of having them, we tried moving them to the backdrop. We find the success rate for us has been pretty good since we've done that. So opening morning uh, started, you know, it started out slow for us to be 100% honest with you. Uh, we thought we were just going to murder, you know, the wood dust, get our wood dust limits early on. And for some reason, they were they were moving through and around the area that we had seen the day before where they were, just, were flying around. They had other people shooting. Uh, <clears throat> and it was getting kind of frustrating, to be honest with you. So we were considering, you know, revamping the spread, maybe turning off the spinners, you know. Same old stuff keeps going through your mind that everybody's experienced. Uh, you know, what's what's not working? What do we need to change on the fly to try to adjust and maybe change our look? But we stuck with the game plan, and we ended up uh, noticing that the big flights of birds were coming in a little bit later, mid-morning. Mid- Sorry, guys, having a, a connection issue there with the cell service. But uh, like I was saying, mid-morning's kind of when we started having the most success uh, for us. We started, uh, you know, seeing big groups of flight birds. And the good thing is, is they weren't call shot. They were, they were working the spreads. So opening morning, we ended up with a, uh, with a full strap of birds. And we had a mixed bag, uh, which was really nice for opening weekend here in South Louisiana. Typically, we don't see, you know, uh, big groups of mallards that early on, but we killed some mallards, got some greenheads to come in uh, and work the spread real nicely. Ended up with some gadwall, uh, had some wood ducks that were, you know, not had been shot at as of yet. It's opening weekend. It was the time to get those. We were able to capitalize on that, and we were able to knock down some wood ducks late. Um, the thing that amazed me about Richard K. Yancey is the, first of all, not only the amount of wood ducks that they got this year, but the wood ducks constantly fly over there. It's not a, it's not a 20 or 30 minute flight like you see most places in the morning and it's done. The wood ducks f- fly all hunt long over there. They all day long moving around. There's just so much area. I mean, Richard K. Yancey is a 70,000 acre WMA. So I guess just the amount of, the amount of wood ducks that they have, that they house there, and you know that are that call that area home it's insane um if you're a wood duck hunter and you enjoy the thrill of finding wood ducks you know in the roost and those areas and looking for the roost i would say hey make a trip out to richard k yancey kind of familiarize yourself with it if you live in that area you probably already know this but if you want to make a trip there for wood ducks as well as other species it's a phenomenal place to go it's a really cool reserve to hunt um 
But we noticed on opening day, even though we had a real successful hunt, we noticed that there was a spot not too far from us um, that the birds tend to be going down over a ridge. So after the hunt, we kind of went, we looked at, at a spot that we thought they were going down in, uh, and we kind of marked it on our own X map so we could get back to it. We had a game plan that we were going to move there for a Sunday, the second day. Um, and we, we weren't exactly sure where the spot was, but we had a pretty good estimation and idea where we thought they were going, they were moving to. Um, so Sunday morning we got there, you know, once again, got there early, got to the spot we had marked on our OnX uh, app, and we, we set up there. And right at daybreak, we ended up picking up two or three that flew through. They worked perfectly into the decoys, responded to the calls, <coughs> worked real well. But then after that, we noticed that the, once the big groups of birds started moving in, they were going down in this little wood, you know, budwood area that was just, I mean, they were just sucking into this specific hole. And they had two guys that were set up in that hole that had must have, you know, known they were, they, maybe they hunted the day before, not sure. Maybe they had scouted it and had, wasn't able to hunt on opening day, were able to hunt on Sunday. But they actually kicked our ass that day on Sunday. These birds, they didn't even have to call. They would just circle one time and funnel straight into this hole. So they limited out. They limited out. And uh, we ended up talking to them later. They weren't able to hunt on Monday because they were heading back to work. Fortunately for us, we were on vacation, so we, we were uh, able to hunt that Monday. So, of course, our game plan was, hey, we're going to come back to this specific spot because we know these birds are looking for this spot. They were, they were decoying real easy, working straight into this specific hole. And this hole wasn't a very, very big hole in these buttonwoods. I mean, it was the size of a large swimming pool, maybe. That's about it. But it had good black water, plenty of cover. It was right along the side of a good ridge. So I guess these birds felt comfortable there felt that they could get out of the way of all the uh, shots going around and they just they, they funneled into that that hole so monday turned out to be a really really good hunt we were on the x we knew where the spot was we had scouted we had talked to the other guys that had hunted the day before and we ended up with 20 i think it was uh well yeah right at 20 birds uh with our group of guys on monday uh so we made our that was the last day that we were there and we made a really really good hunt once again, we had a, a mixed bag mallards, gadwall. We had some widgeon mixed in that day with us. Uh, we also had, um, you know, wood ducks that we could count on. Those were decoying for us again. They actually came in, had some good wing shots on those. Um, I can tell you, though, that the birds that we killed, I had to uh, change the shot that I was shooting. On Saturday, I was shooting number four uh, shot, and I noticed that when I'd hit them, I wasn't quite knocking them down. I wasn't sure if it was my shot. You know, me shooting or if it was just something that, you know, um, that the, the birds were thick. Well, when we recovered the birds, we noticed that the feathers were real thick. Some of the mallards we killed were what a lot of people would refer to as those big northern mallards. So, it, you know, I had to increase my size shot, drop down on some number two steel for Sunday and had a lot better success rate. Uh, I mean, for uh, Monday and Sunday. And the success rate was better with the shots. So that was nice. So... Had a really good trip up to Yancey. I can tell you that as of opening weekend, Yancey, Richard K. Yancey produced some good straps of birds. Uh, really had a, a mixed bag of, of, of different species. Some of the guys we talked to had limited out. Um, some of the guys, public land, hadn't limited out. They didn't have real great hunts. So, uh, you know, that's one of the things. Hey, Joey, I see you listening, bud. Hope, are you offshore right now? Let me know. I'd love to know. But, uh, 
yeah, had a really good trip. So uh, headed home for the holidays. And once we uh, we took that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off uh, to prepare for Thanksgiving um, and, you know, do the family thing, had some honeydews out there. And then we uh, gave a call up to our good friend David Lemoyne over in uh, Marksville. And uh, he told us that they had been doing, you know, they had seen some birds, did pretty good opening week, and that, uh, you know, that it was, they had some good hunts up there. So I headed out with Jackson, uh, took my oldest son. He, he was out of school and on vacation, took him out there. And we went up to, uh, to Marksville, did some hunting up there, and uh, had, a, had a good weekend up there overall. Well, I say a good weekend. It was a mixed bag. It wasn't, it wasn't the best, and it wasn't the worst, to be quite honest with you. Um, the first day we, we hunted, which was on that uh, Friday, we got there kind of, uh, we drove in from out of town, got there early, set up, and uh, we didn't have a real good hunt that day. There wasn't a whole lot of birds moving. It was warm. Um, wasn't the best of weather. Wasn't any wind whatsoever that day on Friday. So that kind of that kind of didn't help the, the, the circumstances at all. Um, we ended up with one bird, I think it was, on Friday. And that was it. So not a whole lot happening that day. Now, fast forward to Saturday, the wind picked up. We had a little bit of, we had a, a front come through that day, helped us with the, uh, helped us with the, uh, you know, the, the mother nature aspect of things. And um, that day we ended up with uh, seven, I think it was, uh, the group had seven birds. It was a mixed bag that day, had a couple of mallards, some teal, uh, mallards and teal that was killed that day but wasn't seeing the numbers of birds that we had expected to see. So that was disappointing, disappointing because I had a bag of, you know, a mixed bag of birds and didn't do good deal. Uh, now on Sunday, we had a front move through. We were supposed to get a lot of rain in that area, but we didn't, didn't get as much rain as they had expected to. Um, so we were we were pretty excited about going into Sunday morning. Um, that was going to be our biggest day that we thought we were going to have. Um, got out there and got to the hole. We found this this hole that we had hunted years past. Um, got to it first, and then thank God we did because we left right at four o'clock. Got to the hole, and once we got there, we had three Pacific holes. So had a pretty good feeling we were going to see some birds. Um, at daybreak, we we were set up, you know, kind of in the middle section of the area that we hunted. We were in open water, but we had a blind covering us, of course, um, kind of set up to see which way we the ducks were going to be coming from. According to the wind that we had, they right into our face. Well, lo and behold, they were actually coming from the opposite direction, which, you know, that's just how it goes. You know how that is. It can and they had some high flyers, some migratory birds moving early, but it didn't seem like they wanted. They had a whole lot of low flyers. They didn't want to work the spread real well. Um, we took the motion decoys out that day because we had a good wind pumping, um, and we had a single spoonbill come in, um, kind of about eight thirty, nine o'clock, I guess. Worked right into the decoys. Up her, it was a hen spoonbill that we killed, and besides that. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of decoying birds, so we were pretty disappointed. So um, heading up to that area, you know, over the weekend, we, we were pretty disappointed overall. We were thinking with the weather, with the front coming through, into the area, the good wind, 
we should have seen more birds, but um, just really a whole lot. So we were disappointed in that, to be honest with you. Um, and Joey, I can see you listening, buddy. So, so I hope you're doing all right, man. I hope you're uh, coming back from offshore and you're going to be able to make some trips uh, before the split closes this week, man. I know y'all did real well. Congrats to y'all opening week. You both look like you had a really good time, man. All right, so after uh, so we headed home Sunday and uh, had one more day of vacation left. So yesterday, sorry guys, with the connection, we having some uh, issues with the connection on Facebook Live tonight. But uh, anyway, uh, Monday was the last day of vacation. Yesterday, before I headed back to work, I revamped, put all the decoys together again, charged up all the motion decoys. And uh, made a trip to a local area that I hunt here, not far from my home in Gonzales, Louisiana. Quite a change of pace. Going from the timber, I actually headed over to Manchac WMA. Um, did some hunting down in the freshwater marsh in Manchac. And uh, showed up there with my good buddy Bryce Hill, who's a uh, who's part of our Last Stop Waterfowl crew. He uh, he came with me and before I go to work yesterday. But he said, hey, he said, I want to make a hunt with you in the morning before I head to work. So he said, if you're okay with making a quick hunt, he said, let's do it. He said, I'd love to do it. So uh, we got out there yesterday, headed up to Manchac WMA, hit the area known as the Prairie, which is a freshwater marsh that butts up to Lake Pontchartrain. It's kind of located smack dab between Lake Maripal and Lake Pontchartrain. Um, had, a, had a pretty good hunt for a two-hour hunt. We ended up hunting two hours. When we got out there, we got there at 4 o'clock launch. Ran to the prairie area, uh, got in there, hadn't been in there yet this year, but I had scouted and went over there just to check out the area about a month and a half ago, so I kind of knew what to expect. Um, weather conditions yesterday, it was in the low 30s, which is cold for that area. Um, it doesn't get quite as cold as, you know, central part, northern part of, uh, I'm sorry, central part of the uh, of the state or the northern part of the state. But it ended up being pretty pretty damn cold yesterday for that area. It was in the low, it was mid 30s, low to mid 30s, starting out, and the wind was pumping up to about 16 miles an hour. So we got in there, set out the decoys, and right at daybreak we could see the birds coming over uh, Lake Pontchartrain. Now, what makes this area, you know, um, special is that when it gets really rough on Lake Pontchartrain and Lake Marpaul the birds tend to not be able to rest out in those big water reservoirs and it pushes those ducks into the little marsh areas that, like the prairie and those areas that we hunt. There's two WMAs that butt up to each other. It's Manchac WMA and you have Joyce WMA. And it, it'll push those birds off the big lakes into these little small reservoirs. So the worse the weather, the higher the winds, the nastier it is, that's a place that I like to go, and I've had the most success hunting those areas on bad weather days. So we got out there yesterday, and this is a, this is a, also an estuary where you get a mixed bag of birds. You never know what you're going to kill in there. Last year, I killed a golden eye. It was the first golden eye I've ever shot. I killed a golden eye out there. I've seen anything from puddle ducks like your mallards, your gray ducks, all that type of stuff. You'll kill puddle ducks. You'll kill divers. Um, it, the last year or two, it's been a big nesting area or wintering, wintering area for bluebills. Um, the bluebills started showing up there last year, maybe the year before, uh, in big numbers, but they usually don't show up to the second split. So yesterday we got there and they, they had big numbers of bluebills and divers showing up in there, um, already that were already there. So we, uh, we ended up putting four on the strap yesterday for a two-hour hunt 
Um, we had a hen widgeon, two bluebills, and a ringneck that we uh, put together on a stringer yesterday. Um, we actually didn't capitalize quite like we should. Uh, the widgeon that we killed, Bryce shot it. It was a hen widgeon. And I actually had the drake. I had a good shot on the drake. I, I just flat out missed it. So we didn't get the drake. Then later on, we had a, 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 a hen mallard and a drake mallard work, workers come in, called, come right into us. And then the uh, the hen peeled off, but the drake stayed and folded into the spread. Came in on Bryce's side. He pulled up, shot, and missed. So we should have had those two birds. And then um, where we were set up, we actually were in the middle of the uh, the spread, kind of you know away from the bank. Um, and we had a couple of birds pass right over us from behind that caught us off guard. So we, we had some missed opportunities, um, but there was a good concentration of birds. So that was great to see. Didn't see a lot of teal yesterday, although late, uh, or I say late, we only stayed that two hours, but late in the hunt for us, we did see a couple of big groups over the uh, over the lake flying. So they, they had a couple of groups of big teal flying through. They just didn't come into, into the prairie area where we were. Um, the teal we saw were mainly like singles and a couple of doubles. Nothing actually worked the spread. Um, what we did see, different species, we saw a couple of redheads, which was the first time I've seen them. Saw some gray ducks. We had some mallards work. We, obviously, we had some widgeon work. We ended up with a widgeon on the strap. Um, but really good assortment of different mixed bag of birds. So if you're in that area and, uh, and you, you, you're thinking about hunting, maybe that Joyce, Manchac, maybe even a Maripal Swamp WMA, which in, you know has not been the best over the last several years, but seems to be making a little comeback on some birds showing up there. You may want to go out and hunt those spots if you have access to it. Uh, it may pay off. So um, I had a really, really good first split. Like I said, it wasn't a bad split at all. Uh, to be honest with you, the numbers are better than what they were last year in almost the whole season for us. So really excited about the rest of the week. Uh, this week as the split closes out on Sunday uh, in the east zone and then we're actually not even going to close for a full week we're going to reopen the following weekend which is unique to this this uh, calendar year because that's something that's never happened before that I can remember since we've been hunting so looking forward to that uh, closing out the first split and heading into the second split I saw some really really good reports from where our camps had over at Sherburn this week they had some guys kill birds at Sherburn um, Mixed bags, mallards look like they showed up there. Gray ducks showed up, teal. I mean, really, really good bags. Saw a couple of good straps and talked to some guys that hunted in that area uh, for opening weekend. They did pretty good. Once again, it's public land. It's hit or miss. <clears throat> you could have you could have some bad reports. You're gonna have bad reports, but there were some really good reports. Everybody's bitching and complaining, saying Louisiana ain't got no birds. Um, th- let me let me tell you guys, they do have birds. There's a mixed bag of birds to be killed out there right now. So stick with it. Try to stay with it. Heading in the second split. Those of you in the coastal zone and the west zone, trust me, the birds are coming. It seems like from everything we've seen in the areas that we've hunted, there are birds migrating. There's birds moving, which is a good thing. Um, You know, obviously Venice was on fire the first split. Um, A lot of guys had huge bags coming out of Venice. Venice tends to produce every year. Um, that's nothing to me. That's nothing that's 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 out of the ordinary. I expect Venice to have birds every year. It didn't disappoint first split. Those of you in the Lake Charles area, um, they had some good good hunts down in there. The rice fields were producing. I know uh, Vangelo Parish, Miller's Lake, all those areas had birds. 
Um, the Whiteville, the rice fields were producing good birds. Um, the, later this weekend and into Monday, a lot of geese were moving. We did, those of you who are goose hunting, we seen a lot of geese on the move headed south. That's a good sign for you. So uh, just wanted to kind of recap with everybody, touch base. Like I said, we hadn't done a show in the last week or so, and obviously for good reasons, the season was come, you know, coming around, and we were getting ready to get out there and do some hunting. So we hope everybody had a had a good East Zone opener. Um, if you hunted the East Zone, hope everybody had a, a you know a joyful and, and uh, you know good first split. If you were in the coastal zone or in the West Zone, it's only going to be, get better, guys. So we'll keep trying to bring you some reports of what's going on out there. Um, let us know. You know, send us some messages. Rob, we see you listening, man. We appreciate you hopping on. Hope you're doing all right, buddy. I know y'all tore him up in Venice. Um, you know, for the first split, so. I hope you're doing all right, and uh, man, I'd love to get together. We could hunt this t- this year one time, make a hunt. Uh, maybe we could go up to Venice and make a hunt during Christmas or something if y'all down there. But uh, guys, uh, like I said, we'll keep bringing it to y'all, bringing you some honest reports. You know what? Uh, some of these guys, you know, try to hide all this information. We're all about helping everybody out. You still got to go out there and kill them. That's just my belief on it, man. You know, you still got to go out there and execute. You can know. You know where what's going on and have all the internet scouting figured out and this and that but you still got to go out and execute it so um we hope everybody stays safe out there has a good rest of the week if you're in the east zone closing it out um let us know send in those pictures don't forget to follow us on instagram also um here on facebook we have our podcast and we also do a live show usually on facebook live here we'll do that every couple of weeks so keep following us we appreciate it and we'll keep bringing you some information and talking duck hunting with y'all. So this is Jacob with Last Stop Waterfowl signing off for this week. Guys, y'all stay safe and uh, fill some straps up. Have a good evening.